Would you like to live in the space of infinite possibilities? Is now the time to access your magic? Welcome to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with Glenice Hughes. Join us for the next hour as we bring you the tools, techniques, and tips for you to change the impossible in your life to the possible. Now, here's your host, Glenice Hughes. Hello, and welcome to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with myself, Glenice Hughes. I am so grateful you are here. Thank you so, so much for listening in. So this week's show is something that, oh gosh, I know way too much about and what would it take to change it totally? Ending your addiction to wrongness. Yes, my sweet friends, it is possible that you have an addiction to it. (laughs) I know that at least prior to access consciousness, I certainly did. And there's times that I still play with it as though it's really real. Um, And I wonder what's possible beyond it. You know, I really, really wonder what's possible beyond it. And wrongness really is just as much of a judgment as rightness. You know, like the way that access consciousness defines consciousness (laughs) is the allowance of everything and the judgment of nothing. So even when you're judging yourself as wrong, you're still judging. Everything that brings up, will you destroy and uncreate it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pod, poc, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And in case you're not familiar, these tools and processes are from Access Consciousness. And that was the Access Consciousness Clearing Statement. You can find out more at theclearingstatement.com. And it really is something that that you want to really be aware of because judgment is judgment no matter what, whether you're directing it externally at others or internally, it doesn't matter. It's still judgment. It still creates a separation. Yeah, so what have you made so vital, valuable, and real about the wrongness of you that keeps you from acknowledging the greatness you truly be? Everything that is, we destroy and uncreate all times a godzillion, right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pod, poc, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And the addiction to wrongness of you is where, it's almost like where it doesn't even seem like there's a choice. Like that's just what happens. Like if you walk into a room and a light bulb blows, it must be your fault because you walked into the room. You know, like there's not even a a question yeah, you know what? There's not even a question. It's just, of course, it's your fault. And and many of us have people in our lives or maybe growing up had people in our lives of kind of that energy that we were wrong. Of course, it's our fault. We're wrong. So then we take that to be real and true. And then we continue that cycle of abuse. And it's not true. So everywhere you've bought and sold that you are wrong, it is your fault. Will you destroy and uncreate it all? <sighs> wow, right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pod, poc, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Because what if it's not? Like, what if no one has ever been wrong? <laughs> it's a bit extreme, isn't it, sweet friends? Um, yeah. And what if it isn't? Like, what if there's no such thing as right or wrong? Those are just judgments. Now, have we made choices that created less? Yes, I know I have. I won't speak for you, but I know I have. Uh, And cool, that's not wrong either. But that's often where people go, well, it's either right or it's either wrong. But it's not. It either created more or it created less. And those aren't right or wrong. Because even the things that created less, most of us have probably received something from. You know, when we make a choice that creates less, a lot of times we don't make that choice again because it created less. (laughs) I don't know if that sounds as confusing as it sounds as I'm talking, but like really starting to recognize nothing you have ever chose was wrong. And it wasn't right either. Because in order to make those statements, we have to use judgment. Judgment creates separation, and it's not who we truly be. Now, I know it seems like, 
We are those things. We are separated. We are uh, alone. We are uh, all by ourselves. But it's actually not true. What's true is that we are oneness. Yeah. I mean, can you even perceive the energy when I say that? Truth, we are oneness. Yeah, like there's an expansion, a lightness, a yumminess. Now, if you think of something that you might judge yourself as, mean, unkind, horrible, a bad parent, you know, a bad sibling, a bad child, you know, whatever it might be, just like, just get the energy of that right now. I am a bad sibling. Like that's a dead, heavy, heavy, heavy energy. And whenever anything is heavy, it's not true. So it's like looking at what is true. And this is where I'm always talking about be aware of the energy of stuff because that will give you more information than anything else. You know, a lot of times we get really confused because we go, okay, well, judgment is positive or sorry, um, awareness is positive and judgment is negative. If you've done any kind of the metaphysical or the church or any of that, we've got this positive and negative, this right and wrong, this good and bad. And so then we kind of start using these tools from access consciousness and we go, oh, well, that's what it is then. If I go, oh, that person is perfect, then that's an awareness. It's actually not. Just deciding somebody's perfect is actually just as much of a judgment as deciding somebody is a jerk. Awareness is good for 10 seconds <laughs> and conclusion and judgment is always so we can have the awareness that somebody is choosing kindness, but when we go, well, they're always kind, that's a judgment because nobody's always something. Everything that brings up will you destroy and uncreate it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pop, pop, shorts, boys and beyonds. One of the things that I've become really aware of in my own life lately and not proud of it, <laughs> and I'm willing to be aware of it, so I am proud of that, <laughs> uh, is along with the addiction to the wrongness of me, which like I say, in the last six years of using these tools, I have changed that a million fold and still play with it. But what I've become aware of was the wrongness that I was projecting onto others, but not recognizing it was wrongness you know so even if um you know sounds I think I've talked about this on radio shows before where where sounds I'm extremely sensitive to sounds so sometimes when hubby drinks the sound of him drinking will you know sound like nails on a chalkboard to me and instead of choosing allowance although I don't verbally say anything I do go into the wrongness of him with that. And it's so interesting that I never really equated it as wrongness. Like I always thought of wrongness of like wrongness of me. <laughs> if I, you know, that was always I was wrong in my world. Now, I don't know. It's just really, it's been just become so apparent. Like, you know, looking at, say, something in my life where somebody does something and I don't agree with it or I don't think it should have been that way or whatever, I've never acknowledged that that energy that I am about it often is they were wrong. Like projecting wrongness. It, it, it's always amazing to me how when we, when we uncover something, you know, it's, at least for me, it starts to kind of unravel in every area. And, and it's actually been part of taking a class with Dane lately where he was talking about that and kind of not being willing to get over something. And I don't even remember the specifics of who he was talking to or what was being processed, but, um, you know, the, the willingness not to get over something that somebody else chose and kind of that energy. And then he talked about how it was just because we wanted to make that person wrong. And literally, if my head could have blown off, it would have blown off. And I, I was listening to the audios of the class, so I wasn't there in person. But it was just this huge awareness of, especially lately in my life with, with some people and some choices, that I was making them wrong without even cho choosing to be aware I was making them wrong. 
Yeah, like, and I, I know I'm kind of talking, you know, in, in code, and it's one of those situations where I don't have everybody's permission to share, so I'm not going to. Um, but it, it was a huge awareness of they did something that, that I wouldn't have done, so then they're wrong. Like, holy fuck, of course they're not wrong. Of course they're not wrong. I'm not wrong for desiring it to be a different way, and they're not wrong for making it that way. Like, but never did I ever look at that of making them wrong. Like, it was just, oh, you know, they shouldn't have done that, or if they would have done it this way, it would have been like this, or, but never ever acknowledging, hey, I'm making them wrong. And so this has been my new question to myself is when I'm, you know, thinking about something or somebody or somebody's talking and, you know, truth, am I making them wrong right now? Because there's a difference to me, even though it might seem somewhat slight. So uh, I've spent some time with family lately and like more extended. I I spend, you know, time with sisters and and parents and that uh, and Rodney's family, kids and grandkids, but kind of some extended family that have a different way of being on the planet. And it's maybe not a way that I agree. Uh, Some racism, some, you know, small town mentality, just just some interesting conversations that they have. So last week or a couple weeks ago, whenever I was with them, and they were talking about something that really didn't work for me. And I was aware that saying something wasn't going to create more. And so I left the, you know, I left the space. I just went elsewhere. It was no, you know, I didn't make a big dramatic scene or anything. Nobody knew what I was doing. It was just me and my body taking care of me. But when I left, I then projected how wrong they were to have those conversations and how wrong they were to be who they are. And like, you know, I just exponentialized the wrongness, which is no different than what they were doing. And it was so almost hysterical to me once I had the awareness of, my goodness, I'm doing to them exactly why I left the room because of what they were doing to other people who weren't there. Now, that is not what I'd like to create more of on the planet at all. Now, does it mean you sit back and you just allow people to, you know, be racist and and choose all sorts of things that don't work for you? Absolutely not. You still take care of you, you do what you need to, but you don't need to judge it. You don't need to make them wrong. Like that's just an interesting choice on their part. Nothing more, nothing less, just a choice. And they chose it. And I got to choose for me what worked for me, which was leaving the space. And if there's ever a time that it's going to be light to say something, I am absolutely happy to do it. I just know that there's sometimes some people, some places um, that that's not going to create more. And I was aware of that one place. So it's like, cool. So leave the space, but also don't make them wrong. Choose, and, and this would be kind of what you could do instead, is to choose to be the allowance of it and the question of what's it going to take to change it. You know, what, what is it going to take to change racism on the planet? What, what is it going to take to change even gossip? You know, I've been looking a lot at that lately of, um, like, what is that desire to talk about somebody and something that they're choosing? And especially when it's not something we would choose. So then we talk about it from a place of, well, that's so horrible and that's so wrong and that's... Um, you know, they shouldn't. And again, we're making them wrong for their choice. Nobody's wrong ever. So if we're in allowance and we recognize it isn't a choice we would make and we allow ourselves to be aware of what it's going to create and ask the question, what can I be or do to change this if it's relevant? Now, if that's somebody else's life and it has no impact on you whatsoever, that's totally different. But if it is something that that does impact you, of course you can ask, you know, what can I be and do different to change it? And it's a totally different space than walking away, continuing the wrongness. It's like wrongness makes wrongness makes wrongness makes wrongness. Wrongness, wrongness, not wrongness. Everything that is, we destroyed and created all times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, putt, shorts, boys, and beyonds. 
And I mean, most of us, even though I'm Canadian, I think most of us on the planet are aware of, um, I don't know if aware is the right word, but are have a lot of information around what Donald Trump, the president of the United States, is choosing. And so much of it is met with the wrongness energy. And I'm not saying by any means it's right. It's not right and it's not wrong. It's choices. And so if we don't meet it with wrongness, then we can actually be the energy to change it. But when we meet it with wrongness, that becomes the problem. That becomes when then it feeds it and it feeds it and it feeds it. So everything that brings up will you destroy and create all times a gazillion? Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, podpock, shorts, boys and beyonds. And speaking of all of this, one of the things that I wanted to share with you guys, it's a telecall that Gary and Dane are doing together, and it's only $200. Like, talk about fucking magic. It is called Altering and Changing and Freeing Us from the Sources of Evil. So this really is, like when we talk about evil, we're talking about the unconsciousness and the anti-consciousness, which is exactly what I'm talking about. Like we're either choosing unconsciousness or anti-consciousness when we're meeting wrongness with wrongness. And it's, it's coming up here right away. Um, I'm just going to quickly look for the dates because I know they're here somewhere. Uh, August 26th, 27th, 28th, 2017. Again, only $200, my sweet friends, please. I do believe there's a prereq of having taken foundation. I could be wrong, so do check the site. Go to accessconsciousness.com for more of that more information on that or message me and I'll get you the direct link. Uh, I haven't signed up yet, but I'm gonna. I am so excited about that because it's just, again, this whole wrongness and the wrongness I'm projecting. And and of course, who does that belong to, right? Um, but all of that, I am so fucking ready for this to change. Like so fucking ready for it to change. And that was, you know, I, I left the room for one of the conversations that was being had and, and earlier, I didn't leave the room when there was some conversations going on and I was talking to a friend later and I just said, you know, what what was the most difficult thing for me to receive from sitting in there while they had the conversation that I was aware wasn't creating more was they weren't even willing to be aware of what it was creating on the planet. And that was what what really got me the most because it was like it, it's like when people throw garbage out of their car <laughs> and I think I talked about this recently on a radio show but like when people drive along and they throw their garbage out and they go well like it's just you know it's just a bag from McDonald's like what's the big deal they're not looking at the big picture they're not looking at I don't know 50 billion cars and 30 billion people throwing garbage out what that creates like it's it was that energy of like yeah okay they're having this conversation that isn't creating more but they're not even willing to be aware that it's not creating more and that's that was the the piece that was really like oh my gosh this is like, what is it going to take to change it? What can I be and do different to change that? And part of it is to recognize where I'm projecting the wrongness, where I'm not even willing to be aware of when I'm projecting wrongness. So everything that brings up latest story and uncreated all, right, wrong, good, bad, online, putt, puck, shorts, boys and beyonds. And we are going to head to break. So we'll be right back. your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Close your eyes. Imagine being free of everything that limits you. What would it feel like to live from this space every day? During an infinite possibility session with Glenise, you will clear energy blocks and limitations from every area of your life so you can live beyond your wildest dreams. Sessions can be done in person, over the phone, or using Skype. Find out more online at www.glenise.net. Find out about ongoing classes and workshops as well. And read Glenise's blog. That's www.glenise.net. G-L-E-N-Y-C-E dot net. 
Did you know that Glenise travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness? She does. From Ireland to England, across Europe to the Netherlands, and from Guatemala to Nicaragua to Mexico, and her center of possibilities in Lloydminster, Canada. There will be more places added, so find out if Glenise will be in your area. Be sure to check her schedule on www.glenise.net for more information about where Glenise will be visiting next. If you'd like Glenise to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities. www.glenise.net. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You're listening to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with your host, Glenise Hughes. To find out more about Glenise and our program, please visit www.glenise.net. That's G L E N Y C E.net. Now back to Living in the Magic of Possibilities. Welcome back, everybody. So we are talking about ending the addiction to wrongness, the wrongness that you have chose for you and the wrongness that you are possibly, if you've been like me, unaware of projecting it on others. And I mean, I'm a, it's not like I've been totally unaware of it. I don't mean that. But there was places that I was choosing it that I wasn't even aware of what I was doing. And one of the things that that really got my attention years ago when I started studying access was the energy of the reason that we are so desperate to be right and never to be wrong is because we bought the lie that we're wrong. Like we bought it and we have sold it and bought it and sold it a billion times. So we don't want anybody to know how wrong we are because we've decided how wrong we are and we don't want anybody to know how wrong we are and we're wrong. (laughs) So in order to defend against that wrongness, we have to be right. We will do anything to be right. We will lose friendships and businesses and money and family to be right. Because we don't want anybody to know our dirty little secret of how wrong we are. Everything that just brought up will you just stir in and create it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine pock shorts, boys and beyonds. It's not true. <laughs> You're not wrong. But you have bought and sold the lie and you are hiding it so drastically from you and anybody else that you have to be right. And you know what, I, I may not be speaking to you. <laughs> this may not be true for you. So I'm, I'm kind of making it sound like it must be true, but it may not be true for you. So, so don't make it true if it's not, but recognize it's probably very close to true for you that that is, um, that is it. You've decided you're so wrong. Other people have decided you're so wrong. They've told you how wrong you are. They loved you. So if people told you, tell you something that love you, it must be true. So then you make yourself wrong. <sighs> but you don't want anybody to know. <laughs> so you have to defend it. You force and you push and you do everything you can. So everything that brings up, will you destroy and uncreate at all times a godzillion? Return it to sender with consciousness. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, putt, puck, shorts, boys and beyonds. And I did a radio show, gosh, quite some time ago, and it's called The Manipulation You'll... I think it's called The Greatest Manipulation You Will Never Use. And it is basically the manipulation of telling somebody that they're right, and you are wrong, and you are sorry. And most people will not use that. That's why I called it The Greatest Manipulation You'll Never Use. Because of that, because of what I was just explaining, because it's the worst thing on the planet to be wrong. And so they refuse to say that the other person is right. And again, we lose friendships. We lose so much to be right. And God knows, you guys, if you've listened to my radio shows, you know. I mean, I did a whole radio show on I'm sorry I was a cunt. Because for many months, almost a year, I didn't have Maureen in my life because I wasn't willing to be wrong. 
And I wasn't willing to even acknowledge or even tell myself how much of a cunt I had chose to be. I've done it with another friend and I've talked about that one too because she was the one, kind of the first time I really used the tool of, I'm sorry, you were right, I was wrong. And that was almost two years of her and I not talking because I wasn't willing to be wrong. I wasn't willing to, and and it's got an energy too for me of being vulnerable. Like I wasn't willing to be vulnerable enough back then of, you know what, I really messed up here. What can I do to change this? And it doesn't mean, like when we say that we're wrong, you know, to use it as a manipulation, it's not true. What we're basically saying to the other person is from your point of view, I was wrong and I'm sorry. And you don't have to use the manipulation if the relationship isn't important to you. Don't use it. Like, it doesn't matter. You know, if it's a person you never have any need or desire to talk to again, it doesn't matter. For me, Maureen and the other friend were very important to me. So I was willing to eventually get to that place of barriers down and and vulnerability of, I'm sorry. Like, I fucked up and I'm sorry. And cool that it took months, and in the one case, years. uh, And I'm really proud that I chose it. I still am proud to this day of that one friendship, because if I wouldn't have, we probably still would not be talking. And, And that was, oh gosh, 2012, 2013. You know, that would have been a lot of years of not talking. So it really is the willingness to go, I'm not wrong. I've never been wrong. I have made some choices that didn't create more, definitely. And what's it going to take to change this relationship? If, if there's one that needs mending, like, would you be willing to be wrong in order to save a marriage? Would you be willing to be wrong in order to save a business partnership? And that's usually why those things fall apart is because people aren't willing to be wrong. So everywhere you're not willing to be wrong, you'd rather lose people than be wrong. Will you destroy and uncreate it all? Yeah, right, wrong, good, bad, online, butt, box, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And basically that defense energy, and I have shared this clearing so many freaking times uh, because it is what really got me on track with the, the friendship that had ended for a couple of years. And this is the clearing. Truth, who or what are you defending for or against that if you stopped would give you all of you? Everything that brings up, lead a story and uncreate all times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine pot, pock, shorts, boys and beyonds. Truth, who or what are you defending for or against that if you stopped would give you all of you? Everything that is, we destroy and uncreate all times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine pot, pock, shorts, boys and beyonds. Truth, who or what are you defending for or against that if you stopped would give you all of you? Everything that is, we destroy and uncreate all times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine potpock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And then what I love about this clearing is you can add things in. And I did this with that friendship that was off for a couple of years. Um, I think that's what people say now, friend off friend on. (laughs) Anyway, uh, is I would do who, truth, who or what am I defending for or against with regards to, and I put her name in there, that if I stopped would give me all of me. So you can do it if it's a person, but you can also use it. So truth, who or what are you defending for or against with regards to money, that if you stopped would give you all of you. Everything that is, we destroy and uncreate at all times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pot, pock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Truth, who or what are you defending for or against with regards to your body that if you stopped would give you all of you? <sighs> Everything that is, we destroy and uncreate all times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pot, pock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Truth, who or what are you defending for or against with regards to business that if you stopped would give you all of you? Everything that is, we destroy and uncreate at all times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pod, pock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And uh, we've been in the process of selling our acreage and buying a new one. And 
And it's been really interesting for me to see what comes up when we get an offering, because we've had three so far. Uh, well, I guess four uh, so far. And it's interesting because the energy of like, oh, how dare they are? Oh, they shouldn't ask for that. Or, oh, that's that's a low price. What are they thinking? Or like all of those kind of first initial reactions, which again is the energy of they're wrong. Like what, what in the world does that have to do with wrongness? Like, but it's a judgment of they shouldn't ask for that, which you know, really has the energy for me personally of when I was a kid and I would ask for things and things that my family couldn't afford or maybe didn't see as a priority or whatever. So then I, you know, I was directed that energy. The words were whatever, but I received the energy of like, you shouldn't ask for that. Like, how dare they? Or how dare I? Or, you know, that's wrong. Instead of like, cool, they would like this. Okay, so what actually works for me here? Like, it's such a funny process to be going through. This is the first time uh, that we've bought and sold when I've been using the access tools because we moved to this beautiful acreage uh, prior to me studying access consciousness. So I didn't have the tools back then. uh, And I just thought that was everyday normal behavior. And I actually think back to when we bought this place, the, the price on it was like very low, um, especially now in, in the world of selling and buying acreages and stuff. Um, and I remember it was like, okay, well, we've got to get a better deal. Like I was really stuck on, we've got to get them down. We've got to talk them down. And, and hubby <laughs> was like, whatever you do, do not miss, um, sorry, do not mess this up for us whatever you do and I remember kind of being taken aback because I thought he would join me on that um we've got to get the best deal possible and really he didn't give a shit it was like that acreage I want to live there don't mess this up with your you know bickering of you know a thousand dollars here or there whatever I was doing I don't remember what the actual money was but I do remember that and I remember the energy he was willing to be with me of don't mess this up like no I don't give a shit what we pay and so now all these years later 13 years later as we're looking and we're going into places and going yeah you know what this one could work definitely we'd have to do this we'd have to change that but you know what it could work and then I'll say to the realtor okay so uh, how long has it been on the market? Okay, so, and how lo- how many price drops have they done? And I start computing how much, you know, less we can get it for. And then I realized that when I do that, it actually is that it's not the one for us. Because money doesn't matter to me. It probably doesn't matter to you either. Like, yeah, I haven't been looking at $14 million homes because... <laughs> Uh, the bank probably wouldn't say yes to that today. Uh, so, but it really doesn't matter. So when we found the one that we both loved, I'm like, I'll pay asking. Like, I don't, it, does, it doesn't matter. Whatever it takes to get that place. And it was so different from all of the other places. And I loved that. I loved that. Uh, because it was like so clear to me that this is what it is. It's like, oh, well, that was ease. I don't care. I'm grateful for the place. It's amazing. It's everything and more of what we were asking for. Like, how does it get any better than that? So it's like looking at that and then being aware of the crazy that pops up when these offers come in and how much we take it personal or I shouldn't say we, how much I was, you know, in the first reaction, I will take it personal. Like, oh my gosh, well, that's ridiculous. Oh my gosh, how dare they? And it's like, it actually doesn't even matter at all. Like, and it's not personal. Even the people that I was thinking, oh my gosh, I'm going to, you know, offer them, you know, $80,000 less, blah, blah, blah. It wasn't personal. It was because I thought I could. And because the house didn't matter to me. And that was so freaking huge. Because I don't actually want to live at a house that doesn't matter to me. I really don't. I really, this house here, even though all those years ago, I was trying to mess around with it and getting a better deal and all, you know, playing in this reality. Um, this house has every day mattered to hubby and I and not mattered from a place of significance. But I guess I would say like we we be gratitude with it 
it bees gratitude with us and we be gratitude with it. And it creates such a space for us. And, you know, to think even a few months ago when we were kind of initially talking about moving, it was like, we can't, I mean, this place, oh my gosh. But it became very, very evident that no, it, it was time, it's done with us. And it's ready for, my sense, um, it's ready for kids. That's really what I get from this house is it's ready for kids. And so the house that we've put an offer in that's been, the offer's been accepted, but of course there's conditions of our selling and stuff like that. Um, I really kind of thought the guy would go with people who didn't have a condition of selling a house and that sort of stuff. And was kind of like just in that space of, oh my gosh, he's going to, He's going to just email me and say, I'm sorry, we can't wait. You know, we've got all these other offers. And I was just so kind of expecting that, you know, expecting the worst. And I got to tell you, my friends, he sent the most beautiful email of how him and his wife had talked about it. They would love us to have it. They will wait for us within reason (laughs) because they would love us to be there and we, they know how much we'll love it and that we'll love it as much as they did and all of these really beautiful things and I burst out crying one because of the kindness of somebody who could you know probably make a really quick sale um, but also a lot of what he, he wrote to me I so knew was the house was talking to us like it was like the house was saying like I'll wait for you I've got you. We, we've got this. Like, relax. It's okay. I've got this. I'm, I'm waiting. I'm excited for you to be here. Oh, and I just, it just brings tears when I think about it now because it was just so magical. And even though, you know, the deal's not done, like it, it could change at any point, I just really perceive that at least in this 10 seconds that that house is waiting for us and that ours is uh, creating the magic with us to, to have the kids show up, to, um, to have what it's looking for now and know that we can continuously gift and receive with it. We don't have to lift here, lift. <laughs> we don't have to live here for that. We can actually be it no matter where we're living. So it's just a whole different space. And um, I don't even know how I got on this track when we're talking about wrongness, but um, I'm sure it was relevant somewhere along the way. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And we were talking about defense and yeah. So everywhere that you have made your addiction to wrongness more significant than you, will you destroy and uncreate it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, putt, pock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And everywhere that you haven't been willing to choose beyond this reality's wrongness, lead us to and uncreate all that and return it to sender with consciousness. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, putt, pock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And I put a post on Facebook and it was a quote by Rumi, Rumi, I don't know if I'm saying that correctly, but it was basically something like beyond right and wrong, I'll meet you there. And that's ultimately the energy, you know, especially like when I met with Maureen for the first time after I'd been a cunt, when I met with my other friend, that was the energy. It wasn't like, we don't need to talk about who was right and who was wrong. Just need to meet, just need to be. And so if there are relationships in your life that could be different if you let go of that wrongness, I invite you to do what I've been doing and I'm not perfect at it, believe me, I am still, (laughs) I'm still working at it every day. I'm still choosing it some days better than others of recognizing when I'm projecting wrongness, you know, and I'm just thinking of somebody right now that it's just bringing up a lot of tears in my world because... I've projected a lot of wrongness and I get that a lot of that wrongness is something that she's chose. And so then I project it because I'm aware of it from her energy and then I see it as mine. And I have all these stories of how it is true and it's real because she was wrong. And what if she wasn't? And what if I stop that? What if I be willing to be the most conscious person in the room so that no matter what, somebody projects it themselves? I can be aware of it, but I don't need to project it also. Goodness me. 
Everything that brings up Leah destroyed and create it all. I know I will. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, putt, puck, shorts, boys, rounds. And on that note, we are going to go to break. We'll be right back. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Close your eyes. Imagine being free of everything that limits you. What would it feel like to live from this space every day? During an infinite possibility session with Glenice, you will clear energy blocks and limitations from every area of your life so you can live beyond your wildest dreams. Sessions can be done in person, over the phone, or using Skype. Find out more online at www.glenice.net. Find out about ongoing classes and workshops as well. And read Glenice's blog. That's www.glenice.net. G-L-E-N-Y-C-E.net. Did you know that Glenice travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness? She does. From Ireland to England, across Europe to the Netherlands, and from Guatemala to Nicaragua to Mexico, and her center of possibilities in Lloydminster, Canada. There will be more places added, so find out if Glenice will be in your area. Be sure to check her schedule on www.glenice.net for more information about where Glenice will be visiting next. If you'd like Glenice to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities. www.glenice.net Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You're listening to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with your host, Glenise Hughes. To find out more about Glenise and our program, please visit www.glenise.net. That's G L E N Y C E.net. Now back to Living in the Magic of Possibilities. Welcome back, everybody. So we are talking all about wrongness and ending ending the addiction to wrongness. Because what if you've never been wrong? And what if nobody has ever been wrong? Yes, we can all acknowledge, I'm sure, that there have been choices that we made that didn't create more on the planet. We've got that. But it doesn't mean it's wrong. And how many times have you judged something as wrong or a choice that you made as wrong only to find out later that it actually created more? So that's really where we want to get out of the judgment of it because that judgment will stick us every time. As soon as we judge something, then we can't receive from it. As soon as we judge someone, we can't receive from them. Everything that just brought up will destroy and uncreate it all. Right, wrong, good, battle, nine, putt, pock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And a lot of times, at least my awareness, is when we judge someone as wrong, or their choice is wrong, or we play the, the game of they're wrong, I'm right, all of that, it's really to avoid the vulnerability, vulnerability that is actually possible. And, and I know this well, believe me, vulnerability has not been a strong sort, uh, sort? No, uh, strong, something I've chose much in my life, uh, again, previous to access consciousness. I really, actually, totally misidentified and misapplied vulnerability. I really took it as a wrongness, like vulnerable meant you were weak, you were less than you know, you're supposed to be strong and have barriers and, I mean, all of those things that actually aren't true. You know, the more vulnerable that you're willing to be, the less judgment, the less wrongness that you be, that you choose, that you live, that you project. <sighs> Everything that brings up, we destroy and create it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pot, pot, shorts, boys and beyonds. So it's truly about going beyond it. Like, what other choice do I have here? Next time you recognize yourself going into defense, like, truly, what other choice do I have here? When you go into wrongness, truth, what other choice do I have here? What can I be and do different here that I've never even considered? What else is possible with this that I've never even considered? 
so that it takes you out of the the conclusion and the harshness and the the stuck energy into the possibilities into something totally different into the energy of the infinite possibilities that are actually available yeah so uh, before we go much further, I want to talk about some classes I've got coming up around the world. So September 6th is Bars in Ottawa, Ontario, 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 uh, and Sweet Diane and I are co-facilitating that. And then on the 7th in September, we will start Foundation. So I will just be facilitating that and also in Ottawa, Ontario. Then off to Vienna, Austria, October 27th, 28th, 29th, Embodying Wealth and Opulence is one of my brand new specialty classes. And if you're not able to join us in person, you can join us online. And it is also uh, going to be available in German too. So if you happen to have a language you would like it translated into, uh, just shoot me an email and we can talk about that and see how many people we might have interested for that. Then off to London, England, November 2nd for Foundation. Then off to Calgary, Alberta, November 24th for Foundation. And uh, working on a class in Maui, Hawaii in January. Um, it's going to be a three-day retreat. We just haven't got everything else finalized yet. So, yeah, how does it get any better? And what else is possible? I've been getting a lot of more invites uh, around the planet. So lots more to add to my schedule as time goes on. All right, so back to the wrongness and ending the addiction. And truly, for me at least, to end the addiction of wrongness is a choice. You know, we can run some clearings, we can do some sort of stuff like that, of course, and ultimately it has to be a choice. It has to be a choice where you go, no matter what, this stops now. I don't care what I've done, what I think I've done, what other people say I've done, this stops now. You know, I when I was very first starting to get a sense of what it would be like to not judge me and not um, and have my own back, which basically to have your back is to have no judgment of you. That truly, if you truly are willing to have your own back, you would never choose judgment of you. And when I was very first starting to get a sense of what that might be like, uh, because it was totally foreign to me, I looked at it from the place of my nieces and nephews when they were really young, when judging them was not even a possibility in my world. And unfortunately, as they got older, that changed, which is interesting, and probably more indicative of myself of when did I start judging me? When did I see that as the go to, um, you know, whether that's right or wrong, or you know, as we talk about judgment, but whether that's actually true or not, I don't know. But I've often found it interesting that there's kind of this, this time where it changes. Um, but I look back at the times when they were so young, and judgment wasn't in my world for them. And I looked at that. And then I looked at my life and, and would be in question of what would it take to be that for me? Like, what would it take? Because what's so cool is when you do stop judging, at least my experience, when I did stop judging, you know, or even now, if I start judging and then I choose to stop, the space that's created by not judging is usually the space that's required to change whatever it is. But we choose the judgment over the change. Interesting. So everything that is and everywhere you've cho chose judgment over change, we destroy and uncreate it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pot, pock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And everywhere you've made judgment more significant than you, will you destroy and uncreate all that and return it to sender with consciousness? Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pot, pock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And anywhere that you're not willing to be, all of you, all of you, <laughs> the good, the bad, the ugly, the awesome, Will you just destroy and uncreate it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, online, putt, fuck, shorts, boys, beyonds. And I know good, bad, and awesome. I know those are all judgments. And like truly, like what if nothing, like what if nothing was right or wrong? You know, 
if I would have had this radio show, let's say even 10 years ago, I was in business, but I had to be so perfect from my point of view. I had to be so proper as a, as a facilitator, as a healer, as a whatever. I mean, you would have never heard me say fuck. You would have never, ever uh, seen me go on video not done up to the nines. Um, like, honestly, the way that I was, this radio show would be really probably quite boring to listen to because all I would have told you was how I did things right. <laughs> I mean, I laugh because I'm not sure I would have been able to do that. I would have had a radio show to be honest with you. Very, very wrongness on people like oh fuck (laughs) and I share that one because I know it's not wrong I know it's just a choice and I also know by the amount of response that I get back to radio shows most of what I share you guys have some sort of uh, an energetic connection to it in some way like you can listen to it and go oh my gosh I did that or there's that piece that really changed when I heard her say that to this like and it doesn't matter I'm not here to be perfect I I don't ever want anybody to judge me as perfect because as soon as you do then that means you stop receiving from me if together we can walk on this this planet in in a way that's going to create more that's ultimately going to change it to something beyond our wildest dreams fuck yeah and i will share with you everything that i can share with you that would inspire that because that's truly what it's about for me and and there was a time dear god there was a time it was about being perfect it was about people seeing me as something that i didn't see me as So then we go back to that defense and that projection and that, you know, hope that nobody sees the, the crazy that I feel. And, and that just never works. It just never works. So anywhere that you've been trying to get people to believe something about you that isn't actually true, but you've decided that if they believe it, it means something greater I don't even know if whatever all that is we just turn and create it all right wrong good bad online put puck shorts boys and beyonds and then would you be willing just to fuck it up you know just absolutely fuck it up <sighs> anything that doesn't allow that we just turn and create it all right wrong good bad online put puck shorts boys and beyonds you know I was watching a movie, uh, it's called The Last Word, it's on uh, Facebook, no, it's on Netflix, and it's, um, it's not the best movie that's ever been made, but it is full of wisdom, like full of wisdom, and, and she talks about like risking, and oh my gosh, it was just so brilliant in her, her way of saying like, yeah, risk risk it all like risk being you risk um risk living risk failing like the oh my gosh I just I so recommend that movie uh and and it's like yeah like what if we totally risked messing it up fucking it up um because that for me is when I've truly been willing to live so everything that brings up you to start and create it all return to sender with consciousness yeah, right, wrong, good, bad, online, putt, box, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And all of the distractor implants that you're using to keep this addiction to wrongness in place, will you revoke or can't rescind, renounce, denounce, or claim, destroy, and uncreate it all? Whew, right, wrong, good, bad, online, putt, box, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And anyone that you're mimicking to keep this addiction to wrongness in place. Will you destroy and uncreate all that and return it to sender with consciousness? Yeah, right, wrong, good, bad, online, but box, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And what else is possible beyond the addiction to wrongness that you've never even considered? Yeah, right, wrong, good, bad, online, but box, shorts, boys, and beyonds. I did a, a call this morning 
And one of the people on the call asked a question around, was around anxiety and uh, kind of waking up anxious every morning. And, and this has been going on for some time. And it was interesting because what popped for me to ask her is, kind of what, w- what would you do without it? Like what, what would a morning look like without that anxiety? And she couldn't even answer that. And as I was processing and facilitating her, it was like, holy shit. Like, not to kind of figure it out, I don't mean that. But a lot of times, we don't choose... I'm going to speak for me. A lot of times, just in, in seeing that with her, I recognized how many times I didn't choose something different because I didn't really know what to choose or that there was something I could choose. So part of my kind of home play with her was to just daydream about what you would like a morning to look like when you wake up. If it isn't anxiety, what would you like it to be like? And as I was sharing that with her, I was just, you know, again, you know, I have a lot of awarenesses as I'm as I'm contributing to people like that. And I was just like, wow, you know, so if you don't know what it looks like to have a a living (laughs) without the addiction to wrongness, what if you daydream a little bit? Not from the place of, okay, this is the way it has to look. We're not going to solidify it. And from that place of, like, maybe there's something else possible. Like, if I wasn't wrong, or I wasn't projecting wrongness on others, what could I be doing and creating and having and receiving? Oh my gosh, everything that is. We just throw an uncreated all. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pop, pop, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Because, you know, I look back and, and my life is a perfect example because I did, there was a time I spent all of my time in the wrongness, in, in the wrongness not only of me, but then projecting it out in gossip. You know, whoever of the friend circle wasn't with us got gossiped about. Whoever in the sister circle wasn't with us got gossiped about. You know, like, there's all this kind of that energy And then now, when that's very, very rare, if I do choose it, I stop it right away when I recognize I'm choosing it. But, you know, to kind of look at that to what's actually possible. Like, people say to me all the time, I don't know how you do it. How do you have so many things on the go? How do you keep up? All that. It's like, because I am not allowing any of that shit from this reality to be a part of my world. Like, that's what it is. I've got more space than most people because I'm not playing there. And when I do, (laughs) I'm at least more aware now than I've ever been that there's choice, that I can actually choose something different. Now, sometimes I don't. Sometimes I still, you know, they're wrong, they're wrong, they're wrong. Although it never sounded like that in my head because I had the story and I had the justification and it wasn't ever as blatant as they're wrong. It was a whole bunch of other bullshit, but I was saying they're wrong. So then when I recognize, wow, that's what I'm choosing, then I can actually choose something different. I mean, we can all choose something different. All of us, no matter what is going on in your world right now, you can choose something different. You may not be able to change something that somebody else has chose and their, you know, their choice impacts you, but you can choose how it impacts you. Everything that brings up, we just turn and create it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, bad, fuck, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And everywhere that you've bought or sold the lie that you are a victim to other people, will you just turn and create all that? Right, wrong, good, bad, online, bad, fuck, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Yeah. And even with me projecting wrongness, I still have so much more space than I did years ago. And so like I look at now, now that I'm willing to acknowledge, hey, you know, that's what I was doing. Cool, interesting choice. Now what can I choose? Now I wonder how much more space even that has created and how much more it will continue to create and how many more times whenever necessary, no matter who I'm with, if at any point it doesn't work for me, the conversation that's being had, you know, whether it's somebody projecting wrongness on themselves or somebody projecting wrongness on someone else 
I have choice in that. I can get up and leave. I can say something. I can, you know, just follow the energy of what's required. But in no way do I have to be there with it and and make it right or make it wrong. <laughs> Everything that brings up, we just start and create it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pop, pop, shorts, boys, beyonds. So I truly wonder, sweet friends, what is possible for us? What is possible for us beyond the wrongness? You know, in that field that Rumi talks about, beyond right and wrong, I'll meet you there. Like, like what is possible for us when we go beyond right and wrong? Oh, anything that doesn't allow you to perceive, no be, and receive that way to store and uncreate it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, putt, puck, shorts, boys, and meons. And what energy, space, and consciousness can your body and you be to be the energy, space, and consciousness you truly be? Anything that doesn't allow that to show up as if by magic, we destroy and uncreate it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pot, pock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And on that note, we have come to the end of the show. Thank you so much, sweet friends. Have a wonderful rest of your week, and I look forward to talking to you next week. Thank you again for joining us. Living in the Magic of Possibilities can be heard every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Please join Glenice Hughes for another edition of our program next week. Mm-hmm.